Welcome to the Horsewise Podcast with Lynn Reardon, where we share stories of horses and people and what they teach each other. On today's episode, I discuss the concept of one small good thing and how it applies to horsemanship in so many ways. I hope you enjoy the show and have a wonderful day. Hi, I'm Lynn Reardon, the host of the podcast and head coach at Horsewise. Today, I'd like to talk to you about one of the many things I see in common with the clients that I teach and work with at Horsewise. I work with a big variety of people and their horses are equally varied. So it ranges from people who are extremely experienced and serious about competition in different disciplines and their horses reflect that. They're either talented young prospects or they're seasoned show horses that are maybe looking to refine or go to the next level. I also have people that I work with who have unstarted horses, horses that have never been started under saddle, young or older even. And then I have people who have rehab horses, horses that have an injury or a physical issue that needs time to either heal or to rest or to uh, work on different musculature braces to help that horse become better balanced. And then I have people who have beloved companion horses who they rarely ride, but who they really want to develop a closer relationship with through horsemanship. And the age range of my clients is quite broad as well from their 20s all the way into their 70s. So I feel pretty fortunate and honored to have such a diverse group of people that come to me and that I can help, that I do my best to help with their horses and with their goals in horsemanship. So with such a broad variety of people and horses, you would think that I would have like a bazillion tools or all of these special specialized kind of training methods for each type of person, but that's not really how it works. So one of the kind of key, key areas I focus on is the concept of one small good thing. This is something that I bring to every single horse and rider or handler that I work with. And that concept is really kind of stunningly basic, but it's the concept that we focus in on what is the one small good thing to build on with you and your horse. I may not put it to each client and horse as directly in that manner. We might first focus on whatever the problem is that they think they're having with the horse or whatever behavioral issues maybe have come up or whatever goals they have that they can't quite hit. But it almost always comes down to me sitting down with them, looking through videos, talking with them online or in person, depending on their location. I have clients that are all across the United States and also abroad at this point. I have two clients that are international, which is pretty amazing. And uh, what I do with them is sit down and we discuss what are the things that their horses are doing with them? How are they interacting together? What are the physical patterns that are showing up in the videos or in the in-person sessions that I'm observing closely? And then I hone in on what are those small good things? And in fact, what is the primary small good thing? that we can build on with that horse and rider team. And rarely are people coming to me with wild behavioral issues, just to make that clear. Usually there might be some behavior that isn't as ideal that they'd like to change or they sense their horse isn't happy and the horse is showing that maybe in a different way, uh, tension kind of under the surface rather than some kind of wild misbehavior. 
But I do try to help them with that by focusing in again on what are these patterns and what is the small good thing to build on. If there isn't much awareness of what you need to change, you can't possibly change it. So being able to frame it again from the perspective of what is that one small good thing that is between the horse and rider already, or what is that one small good thing that has come out of the latest session with the horse and rider, even if that session didn't seem overall to be ideal. Another way that I apply the principle of one small good thing is to encourage the rider to see the one small good thing that they brought to the table. So many of the people that come to me really want at the core a better partnership with their horse. That's the most important thing to them. They want a better relationship. They want a better understanding of their horse. They want to be able to work together with their horse in a way that is voluntary on the part of the horse rather than, oh, I just want to get this better result from my horse, so to speak. They want it to be something that is mutual, which I always really appreciate about my clients. And that's the kind of people I like to work with the most and the kind of horses that I like to work with the most as well. But people who have that mindset, who really want something kind of better in the relationship, more of a partnership with their horse, oftentimes that kind of person has a little bit of a confidence issue themselves. They have maybe a secret worry that they've ruined their horse or that they're not good enough or that they don't have any kind of skills. Uh, I did an earlier podcast a couple years ago on the concept of I suck and my horse hates me. Like that's just like a really bad approach to have with horsemanship. But many people have that. Like they feel, especially if they have this bigger, more idealistic goal of, of a truly good relationship, a true unity, a true partnership with their horse. And if that's not happening, they tend to take all of that on themselves. That is in and of itself a poor framework for approaching your horse. First of all, it's not accurate. No one is really that awful. Um, At least the people who come to me aren't. And so I take that concept again of one small good thing and encourage the person to see what they brought to the table that was one small good thing. Not in the sense of, oh, you did 99 really big, bad, awful things, and there's this one small good thing that we're going to focus on. It's more that the building blocks of any larger result, of any progress, always again comes down to the one small good thing that set everything into the right direction, that allowed for the next step to develop in the right direction. This is what is so key to kind of help and encourage people to see in themselves. And I never make it up. It's never like I'm like just sort of trying to come up with some compliment that sounds good. Like, oh, the one small good thing is that you didn't die. You know, I mean, that's not what I'm doing. It's like I'm really looking at, hey, if you want a closer relationship with your horse and things aren't quite going the way that you'd like and you've come to me for help, you send me a video or I'm working with you in person, I'm really going to hone in on the things that I see are positive that your horse is responding to. And that almost always comes directly from the person themselves, their intention, maybe the amount of time they've put into studying horsemanship or their desire or their willingness to practice with their horse, to kind of work on themselves, work on things that don't seem even related to horsemanship on the surface, you know, their own um, physical flexibility, their ability to uh, do meditative breathing at the right moment, all of these things build up to a small good thing that is extremely powerful, right? So that's the other element of this principle of the one small good thing is it isn't some little 
delicate, oh, you know, little ornament, like the one small good thing is the start of everything. It's the most powerful thing that you bring to the table as the owner of the horse. And it's something really to encourage people with too, so that they can start to feel that sense of empowerment and also recognize it in themselves, not just be waiting to hear someone kind of apply a compliment that's meaningless, that they really recognize it. So that's my job is to really focus in and find that one small good thing that is the most important thing that you're already bringing to the table, that your horse is already responding to in a positive way, but maybe you just don't see it that way. Another key way I apply the principle of one small good thing is in helping riders and handlers develop better awareness. So again, going back to what I said earlier, you can't change something if you're not aware of it. So I help you become more aware of these small things that are happening with your horse that you can direct into a good direction or ignore and let them maybe develop into a less than ideal direction. So that's part of the tool set that I'm giving you is the awareness and also helping you find practical tools that you can use with your horse every day to help again build all of those small good things into the right direction and to catch the things that maybe aren't so good at a time when they're not so big so that you can then more easily redirect them with one of those small good tools. So that's another way that I apply the principle of one small good thing. Another challenge that most of my clients seem to struggle with is finding enough time in the day to, or in the week or in the month to work with their horse, to work on their horsemanship, to accomplish these larger goals that they have for themselves and their horse together. It's ironic in a modern era where we have so much efficiency built in with technology that for the most part, the majority of people still feel overwhelmed and oversaturated, that there's just not enough time, that they're stretched thin. So I really use the concept of one small good thing to build into people's daily schedules, to build into their weekly schedules, their monthly schedules with their horsemanship goals so that it isn't overwhelming. And a good example of that would be perhaps uh, reading materials or very short videos, things that they can absorb and that are very practical, very helpful for their specific situation, but that aren't overwhelming. That isn't the same as like sort of subscribing to a video library with hundreds of videos that you in all kind of with good intentions plan to watch and then you never have time for. And then you feel vaguely guilty and kind of frustrated and you eventually just just stop the service. What I like to do instead is encourage people to not think of time as this overwhelming thing they have to battle, but something that they can really harness and utilize in very short, specific bursts of time that you uh, build into, again, your day-to-day life. So we always have time, hopefully, to brush our teeth, right? So what is the horsemanship equivalent of brushing your teeth each day? What can I help you find in your day time-wise that is, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 40 minutes a week, where you can't be with your horse, but where you still can feel like you are making progress in your horsemanship. And one of those small good things is in fact this podcast, specifically this episode. I'm deliberately keeping it short and keeping it simple so that hopefully it will be the one small good thing that you have today applied to your horsemanship goals. If you would like more information on how the concept of one small good thing could apply to you and your horse, you can check out my website at horsewisecoach.com 
or drop me an email at horsewisecoach at icloud.com and I'd be glad to give you a free consultation. As always, thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day.